the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Oh, stay connected. We love it. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses, and I said all small businesses, start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose, or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. In studio with me today is my good friend, producer, and co-host, Mr. Carl Big Papa Welsh. How are we doing this? I love it when they call me Big Papa. Hey, we had a great weekend this weekend. Yeah. It was a great, it was beautiful. I got high on the sunshine this weekend. And so now, we got a really exciting show. Won't you introduce our man here? I'm going to introduce a good friend of mine, and Carl sort of set us up right there, because today we're going to talk about cannabis. I got a good friend of mine. I've known him for years, Mr. Robert Brackens III. But I've known Robert as being like the founder of the 100 Black Men in, well, that's not Silicon Valley. That's San Francisco, right? Or Bay Area? Is that right, Robert? That's that's correct, Carl. And uh, my son is the third, Bobby Brackens, you know, the hip hop. Oh, uh, he's the third. He's the third. I'm the second. <laughs> well, we're going to talk today to Robert Brackens the second on a very, very interesting subject. We know a lot of people want to hear a lot about this because, one, it's a huge business opportunity, but, two, it has a lot of benefits, and Robert's going to share some stuff with us. But before we dive into that, Robert, come on, give us a little background on who Robert Brackens the second is. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I've been in... Um Many business ventures, Carl, and, and my education is like do sales and marketing, business administration. Mm. I've been in the tobacco industry with Philip Morris, you know, the big brand Marlboro. I've been with uh, McKesson Pharmaceutical, but in their liquor division called McKesson Pacific Crown. A lot of people uh, didn't know that McKesson Pharmaceutical had a liquor division at one time. Mm. They also owned Alhambra Water and Foremost Milk. I've also, uh, from there, I went to Hiram Walker Distillers. So I called on all the wholesale wine and spirit, spirit uh, dealers in southern, in northern California. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I um, went to uh, and also worked for uh, Southern Wines and Spirits of. Mm-hmm. Um, in California, and they covered the state. Now they're the largest wholesale wine and spirit 
distributors throughout the country. Well, you sound so, like you so got we, a lot of liquor liquor knowledge there, but I I wanted to dive into the fact, weren't you a model one time, Robert? Yes, I modeled, and I'm still modeling, Carl. I did a show uh, Sunday. Really? Oxford Way uh, for Reverend Randy uh, Roden. And he's a he's a great guy. He's also a you know a minister. Uh-huh. So that was at Eve's Waterfront, and I had fun. You know, I took it up I, as a hobby. I went to three modeling schools and acting. Really? And all of, yes, in San Francisco, and I competed in uh, the California Model of the Year Award, and I won. That was in Southern California, and Jane Fonda. Was oh. one of the judges, so I had a chance to meet uh, Jane Fonda. Well, well, Robert, so Robert, Robert, are you trying to tell me, Robert, that you're on the stage and at your age, you're doing a spin, turn around, all nice and smooth and slow? Are you still doing that, Robert? Yes, I am. Cause <laughs> I, I can you. you can go to my you can go to my webpage and see it. Wow, Robert, it looked like you've been living the life, man, living high on the hog for a high? long time, man. <laughs> Yeah, I've had fun. I've had an import-export business out of Taipei, Taiwan, um, related to the beauty industry. Mm. Um, Had Oaktown Records with Carl Washington, you know, who was the brother of Gene Washington for the 49ers. Yeah, they're both from our hometown, Long Beach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we had another uh, advisor, a prominent person, a prominent uh, politician who used to, you know, work with us as well at Oaktown Records, and that was Kamala Harris. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Senator, wow. Senator, Senator Kamala Harris. Was she like your legal, so, was she your legal department or something? Yeah, she was, you know, she's a very smart woman. And yeah, Kamala, brilliant. Kamala, you know, would, you know, talk to us and advise us, and at that time she was a DA in Oakland. Right. Before mm. going, becoming a DA, the head DA in San Francisco. Then, yeah. then going to California, to the becoming the Attorney General. Yep of California, and we all know where she is now. Uh Now, do you think that she, being a DA, you know, helped you feel a little more comfortable getting into the cannabis business? Well, um, I was always very comfortable because, you know, cannabis was like the liquor industry. You Mm. know, Joseph Kennedy Mm -hmm. was a bootlegger. Yeah. You know, back in the 30s, you know, liquor went through prohibition. The same thing with cannabis going to prohibition. Yeah. So it's crossing, uh, you know, it's going statewide. You know, it's it's going to other states. I think five or six states are on the ballot um, um, coming Tuesday. Yeah. And so it's just growing. It's in about thirty-one or thirty-two states, I believe now, and it's just going across the country. So as more people become educated on the positive effects of uh, the plant, uh, then they want to get into it. And also the political side, uh, it generates a lot of revenue for the city and states. You look Finally. at Colorado, yeah. they had a surplus. Yeah, you know, yep. Colorado, you know. Oregon, both, but, yeah. Yeah, Oregon, Washington State. So yeah. They look at all that and they say, hey, we need to do something. So, you know, they're becoming smarter. There's still people out there saying negative things, but can, uh, the plant, Cannabis, marijuana, whatever you want to call it, is a miracle plant. Yeah. Now, I didn't smoke it in college. It was always offered to me. I couldn't stand the smell of it. 
because I didn't want to get in my clothes and hair because I love clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't want, I know if you notice some, some of the people that smoke it, you know, you're always, you can smell it. So, you know, mm-hmm. oh, they've been smoking some hair water. Mm-hmm. And so, but I wasn't that way. And, uh, you know, I'm a businessman like you, Carl, like both <laughs> you, Carl. <laughs> and so I look at it, you know, as a way to make money and a way to help others and get into the business right. and to make money. So explain you know, to us. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish, please. Oh, you go ahead. Uh, so explain to us exactly. Now, you said cannabis, and I know some of us know the different cannabis and marijuana. But explain exactly what cannabis is, and then let's get into what exactly you do with the cannabis. Well, what I do, can, cannabis, first of all, it's a, it's a miracle plant. It's the flower. It's grown, and we've known about uh, the Emerald Triangle, which is Men, Mendocino, mm-hmm. Humboldt, and Trinity up north. Mm-hmm. They've been growing it for years, and, um, and guarding it, too, as you know. <laughs> so uh, it, it's... It, it's just a you know a powerful plant that's been around for centuries. They've used it for centuries. Um, it, you know, it's it's helped so many people to overcome um, many different many ailments, you know, yeah, and pains and everything. Many ailments, you yeah. know, glaucoma, yeah, uh, aches and pains. Um, you know, they even have it now for um, sexual enhancement. You know, to help. You women, I mean, it's all kind yeah, of I don't stuff need that. I don't need that stuff. So, so now, you know, Wo- you know, Whoopi Goldberg and Maya, that's her product. Um, uh, and, and and Whoopi has a line of products, you know, for females. Mm-hmm. And um, then, you know, of course, Snoop Dogg's in the business, Willie Nelson. Uh, there's a lot of celebrities that have jumped in and come out with products too. Some now, retired. Yeah, now there's a there's a there's a, an amalgam of product now. It's not just weed or marijuana. It's not you know when I was young it was Acapulco Gold, but it's now they got strains upon strains upon strains upon strains mm-hmm. of marijuana. Right. But then there's also medicinal medicinal oils and and things like that right. as well, right? That they make from the same strain of of uh, of uh, marijuana or seeds. Right. Well, the oils the oils are made, and you know. People are using butter, it's cannabis butter to make certain uh, edible products, but there's also the oils that can be infused in products as well. And you can infuse just about any edible thing, uh, product you can infuse. You know, they have cannabis chefs now, they're cannabis attorneys, cannabis doctors, and, um, you know, it's just a phenomenal industry. And I believe, and I was in the, the liquor industry for many years. I absolutely believe it's bigger than the liquor industry. You yeah. know, they're, yeah, because right. they're you know, infusing wines, infusing beers, right, infusing right. water, right. You so they infuse sodas. Yeah, so we're talking. Yeah, we're t- we're talking. T- we're talking right now to Robert Brackens, and this is very interesting. We're going to get more into the product uh, that you work with, Robert. We're talking to Robert Brackens the second about cannabis oil. You are listening to the Silicon Valley Business Connections. We will be right back, and we will pick this up in a few seconds. And now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. And our guest for today is Mr. Robert Brackens II. And Robert's talking to us about cannabis. 
and there's a very serious a part of can, a serious issue on cannabis to me is about business. Being a black chamber president, it's very interesting for me to find out how many African Americans are getting in that business. And Robert, you may know that how many African Americans are getting it. And as you told me earlier, it may be dictated by each municipality, whether it's San Jose, Oakland, San Francisco. Can you give us some insight as far as how are black people getting in the business? of the cannabis business? Well, Oakland uh, started an equity program, uh, which was uh, designed and put out first um, by um, Councilwoman Desley Brooks. Mm -hmm. And so she came up with the idea of having an equity program in Oakland to get African Americans and people of color involved in the, the cannabis business. Because if you know for many years, it was, you know, a white man's or the white guy's industry, and there weren't many people of color involved unless they were doing it illegally, selling, uh, growing, and we all know what happened to them. Mm-hmm. They got caught, they were incarcerated. So now there's a, you know, I think they're working on ways to get those guys out who are still in there and get them involved in the business. Um, because, you know, now that it's legal from state to state, um, they should get out and they should be given an opportunity and maybe given some reparations for being in there as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Oakland is the hub. Oakland is the hub of the world. A lot of um, things started out of Oakland, plus the Emerald Triangle, which is, like I said, Humboldt, Mendocino, and Trinity is right here in our backyard. It's only a three-hour drive away, and I've been all up in the the mountains <laughs> through there. And they got some big farms up there. Yeah, they got some big farms. It's absolutely beautiful up there. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I've had a chance to meet a lot of farmers, a lot of growers, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of everybody that's involved in the business in different capacity capacities. Uh, you know, I know uh, Steve D'Angelo of Harborside, which is a very, very successful dispensary in Oakland and in San Jose. Um, so I've had a chance to meet a lot of people. There's Oaksterdam, yep. which is a university, which you can go and learn all about uh, cannabis. I was right just there. there at Oaksterdam a few re- weeks ago, and George Zimmerman, you know, yeah. um, the warehouse. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, 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 clothing, with, the clothing guy. Yeah, the clothing, yeah, was there. Yeah. And he was uh, speaking, so I went to you know, to speak and meet with him. Now, you and, you uh, spoke you spoke a little earlier about you know some of the brothers that that were incarcerated because they were doing the same thing that we're, that they're doing now, but making money, paying taxes. Tell us about mm-hmm. what you see. I mean, you've been around for a while. You've been in the in the in the industry uh, for a long time. What do you see the difference in um, today's world with selling cannabis? And then, and or and or why they didn't uh, uh, monopolize? Why the government didn't monopolize on it? Uh, say twenty years ago. Well, you know, back in the seventies, you know, I guess it was uh, was Nixon came out with the war on drugs. Yeah, so um, that was mm-hmm. right. So that was a part that you know uh, killed it. You know, cannabis, like I said, has been around for centuries. But when they came out with the war on drugs, well, cannabis uh, or marijuana was one of those headliners and, and classified on the A-list, yeah. you know, as a major uh, drug. And so, um, you know, but still, still people were growing it. 
and they were getting it underground, you know, and buying it from uh, dealers who were selling it. And, you know, a lot of those guys were caught and boomed and wound, wound up in prison. And so... Um, so how did how that, did now, did it turn into a monopolized uh, a business that the government can capitalize on taxes and, and revenue? Now, how, how did that come about? Well, I think it came about through when Colorado was the first to... Uh, to, they did it uh, statewide then. Yeah, to did it to do it in the uh, state of Colorado, and people were looking at that and saw how they were making money mm-hmm. and uh, the tax things and how they were having actually growing a big surplus of money. So they took notice, and then, then all of a sudden you see Oregon and Washington State, and they did the same, and and so people, you know, politicians are looking at that and say, hey, they. They're they're um, dealing with the marijuana, uh, cannabis, and they're making money to solve a lot of, you know, tax issues and other issues or governmental issues, and so they say, oh, we want in. So that's why it has grown in so many states. Some states is just like California, is uh, medical and rec- recreational, and some states are. Uh, primarily just medical right now. But I think eventually um, it'll catch on across the country where it's both medical and recreational throughout the country. No, Robert, and Robert, think- can I chime in for a second, Robert? I want to take the other side for a second. Now, what do you do or what do you, how do you debate or argue with folks that say, you know, this may, by uh, legalizing it, it's going to really impact the youth uh, and it's going to mm-hmm. cause some problems. How do you sort of prepare for that or talk to that for those families that feel like, wow, we don't want marijuana legalized because now our kids are going to be able to get it a lot easier. Well, well, I put it this way. You have liquor. I was in the liquor industry. And, you know, um, if they got the liquor and some have, you know, so it's you'll have those same maybe problems. But when I was in high school, junior high, they were smoking marijuana and a lot of other different uh, drugs that were more harmful, like LSD and uh, popping pills, PCP, uh, and all that yeah. stuff. So I think a parent has to talk to their um, their children and, and educate them about it. But we know that alcohol can kill right? because, you know, you've heard of the college students, you know, they get their frat fraternities and some of the guys get to drinking and then they binge drink. And you, you have too much alcohol, it can poison your system. Right. You have too much cannabis, you know, pass out, or you're going to try to eat up everything. <laughs> right. I, ain't, I, ain't never, I never saw Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg get into a fight after being high on cannabis. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The only thing you saw was Willie Nelson ate uh, Snoop Dogg fried chicken. That's right. That's right. That's right. Finger looking good. Let me me ask you this real quick then. Let's go to the health uh, part of the cannabis part. When you were talking about what's this called, CBD or THC, I mean, some of our listeners have probably heard those acronyms and really don't know what they're about. Can you sort of explain them and, and, and give us some clarity on those? Well, CBD products, you'll be able to probably... You buy, like I said, 7-Eleven is supposed to be coming out with a line of some CBD products. CBD products like CBD water um, is already out there, you know, in retail outlets, stores. Um, it doesn't give you, you know, you know, the high. It's the THC 
that gives you the high. And, and, um, so, so that's basically, you know, the difference. One doesn't give you the high, you know, medically and the, and the THC does, but still basically you might find some, uh, CBD with, it'll have a little bit of THC in it, yeah, just a little bit, but it still won't, uh, it's more of a, a medical uh, healing effect, whereas the, T, whereas the THC can also be a healing effect as well, you know, um, so it's, um, it, it's huge, and, you know, and I, I'm glad they finally are starting to pay attention to it, mm-hmm. there are people that can talk all about it. It's a, a well-known family, the Knox family. Uh, two of the daughters are medical doc, doc, doctors. They're um, um, cannabis doctors as well. Mm-hmm. And also their brother is a cannabis attorney. And the mother is PhD, and she knows all about the history of the cannabis. Uh, and so they're a phenomenal family. And the father, you know, it's like, I think, I believe, a Ph.D. too. Mm-hmm. And I've met the whole entire family. Well, can I, well, can I ask you something? Can I ask you something about the health effects? Because we were talking about it earlier. That's for humans. We hear yeah. that they're starting to use cannabis for pets. Can you tell us a little yeah, bit about that? It, yes, it's a huge market for pets. I, I intend to make some... Uh, products for pets also, and I'm also already talking to some uh, people that manufacture certain dog um, type of dog products, and so I'm, I'm talking to them now because it is a huge, huge market. Yeah, our, our engineer Mike said that his dog is 10 years old, and I think he wants some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it helps to calm dogs down who are um, super, super hyper and and dogs that are in pain if they have arthritis. You know, it's a miracle plant, you know. Yeah, and so, so the oils that you have, now you, you sell oils, right? Um, and you sell um, cannabis oils. Does What does that have in it? And how, how do you actually ex- extract that from, uh, from yeah, a plant? Well, well I'm, a, I'm a manufacturer. And okay, I manufacturer. My partner, partners are from Silicon Valley. Okay. And so we're a startup. We plan to be in operation within the first or second quarter of next year. But we already have a, a location, and uh, we're building it out now and looking at uh, the equipment to bring in, and we're moving we're on a fast track, moving down the train, I mean moving down the track as mm-hmm. fast as possible. But um, we, we manufacture the oil. We'll be manufacturing the oil to put into products and also to sell to other companies who are making edibles uh, or topicals to put in uh, their product, you know. So our company is called Gold Star, Gold Star Oil. Gold and, Star uh, Oil. That's right, because we are the Gold Star. You're the top of the line. How could people, yeah, how could people be, reach you? How could people reach you if they wanted to get more information about this, Robert, and they want to know how to get in line with this gold star ointment? How could they reach you? Well, you know, through my email, uh, which is rcbrackens at yahoo.com. And how do you spell brackens for just those folks who may not know how to spell it? B 
R A C K I N S. And also, um, I can leave a personal uh, number. It's 510-570-6762. Well, we got about 30 seconds, Robert. We want to. I know Carl's got another question maybe for you. you got anything for him, Carl, about nah, cannabis? I'm just going to be calling you soon, my brother. And we gonna... <laughs> nah, man, it, was, it was a great pleasure having you here on the show. We learned a lot, and we hope to learn more from you in the past. Good luck with your, uh, with your, uh, your new business, for sure. And, and Robert, you know, it's very, it's very important that we stay connected with this because the Black Chamber of Commerce, we want to help you and any other people who would like to get into the cannabis business. I think that's very, very important for people to have options to get into legal businesses, and we want to help them. Oh, exactly. You know, Carl, I sit on the board of the San Francisco African American Chamber of Commerce as the cannabis chair. There you go. And wow. There, there's some, and there's some other exciting things coming up I can't talk about now on the show. But, there but, we'll, just, but we'll just have yeah, to bring you back, Robert. That's it. Robert, the show's almost over. We're just going to have to bring you back. For those listening, okay. this is Silicon Valley Business Connections. And you can listen to the show again on our podcast at blackchamber.com. Click on radio and go down to podcast. For Carl Welsh and myself, Carl Davis Jr., You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected, Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.